Welcome to the podcast of God's servant, Eric Otibuatin. Pastor Eric Otibuatin is a passionate preacher, teacher, an author, and a revivalist who is having an unyielding foundation in prayer and intercession. He pastors the ICGC Holy Hill Chapel, Soto Bakra. is a theologian and a Bible school lecturer. His passion to liberate people from demonic impoverishment has made him champion radio broadcast dubbed Hour of Liberation to help raise more kingdom workmen for Jesus Christ. Now listen to God's servant, Eric Utibuati. Please go with me to Luke chapter 1, verse the number, Luke chapter 2, verse the number 1. We are talking about the mystery behind his birth. Luke chapter 2, verse the number 1. And it came to pass in those days. Can we read it together? I want to go. And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this taxing was first made when Cyrenius was governor of Syria. Father, in the name of Jesus, add blessings to the public reading of your word. Now and forevermore, in the name of your son Jesus, that we have prayed. Amen. Please, you can take your seat in the presence of the Lord. The Bible says that in, in, the, in the days where Jesus Christ was born, or in the days that Christ was about to be born, in the era of Christ, the Bible says that it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus. Caesar Augustus was the governor at that time in, in, in the, the, the city, in Israel, and other provinces that were under the Roman supervision. At this point in time, the Roman Empire or the Roman Kingdom has taken over the whole world and the superpower has come to the Roman Empire. So it is the Roman Empire that is uh, 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 leading or that is ruling over God's people and over Syria and over all the people in Judea. So the Bible says that it was in this same time that Caesar the Augustus told the people that they should go and do what we call census. They were going to count people. And the reason they were going to count the people was that as, as, as a result of counting the people, they will get to know the number that they have in Israel. And if they are able to know the number that they have in Israel, they will know the amount of money they will get if they are to tax them. Amen. Amen. Because during that time, they were paying tax to the Romans. You remember even when Jesus was born, they asked him one day why he is not paying tax. And some people came to him and asked him, should we give to Caesar? And he said, give to Caesar what belongs to what? Caesar. So it was a time that people were giving taxes. And when you read the verse 2, it says that this same thing that we call tax was introduced by a man called Cyrenius. He was the man or the governor who introduced these taxes. And he introduced it when he was a governor over Syria and Judea. Why am I saying this? It was during this time.
time that the Bible makes us understand that the birth of Jesus Christ occurred. The birth of Jesus Christ, Dr. Luke is very profound and he's telling us that the birth of Jesus Christ, Luke paid a particular attention by citing an event that surrounds the birth of Christ. And the event that surrounds the birth of Christ was not an angelic event. It wasn't a ecclesiastical event. It wasn't an event that surrounds church or the church activity. It was a political event. It was a simple event. It was a social event. And that event is census taxing people. You see, God can use a social event. God can use a political event to, to, to make sure his purpose for mankind will still come to pass. Are you listening to me? There are, there are times God wants you to marry a certain man. It will be under funeral that you meet that man. God, will, God, can, God can predestine your life in a way that you meet your husband in somebody's wedding gathering. You meet your wife in somebody's wedding uh, ceremony. You meet somebody who will bless you in life, even when you are going for a political rally. God has a way of using social events. You see, this event, they were, they were doing what we call census. And God, according to prophecy, Jesus Christ was supposed to be born in Bethlehem. But Mary and Joseph, they come from Bethlehem. But at this point in time, they were living in Nazareth, in Galilee. They were in Galilee, Nazareth. But since God's word must come to pass, they were in, in, in Nazareth. But because God wanted them to go to what? Bethlehem. For prophecy to... You see, some of you sitting here, there is a prophecy hanging upon your life. But I pray that may God use any other means and events to bring that prophecy to pass. Amen. There was a prophecy that the Messiah would be born in Bethlehem. So if the Mary was pregnant and Mary was in, in Nazareth, there is no way Jesus can be born in Nazareth because that is not the word of God. The word of God says that Jesus must be born in Bethlehem. Then I was thinking that if God wants to do a miracle like this, God is supposed to send angels because that they are the messengers that carries out God's plans and purposes. So I was thinking God should send an angel to go and drive Mary and Joseph back to Bethlehem. Or God should give them a dream and tell them that I want you to move to this place because he has been doing that. But at this point in time, God used what we call census. Census. You see, there are times Ebola and, 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 and COVID-19 came and people think that it came to destroy lives. Yes, it came to destroy life. But within Ebola and COVID, God was making and fulfilling the purposes and prophecies about some people. And I pray thee God that as Ebola and COVID has swept, swept, swept so many blessings from people's life, may the prophecies of God concerning your life happen in this time in the name of Jesus. I said, may it happen in the name of Jesus. I said, may it happen in the name of Jesus. God can use circumstances that is not church circumstances to be a blessing to his people. 
How can counting people? And you see, anytime you hear this thing, eh, we think that we think that it was easy for Joseph to carry Mary. No, it wasn't easy. I was doing a research and I realized that traveling from Nazareth to Bethlehem was not an easy journey. Traveling from Nazareth to Bethlehem is like 140 kilometers. When you bring it to 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 uh, 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 meters, we are looking like 90, 90, like that. Are you are you are you listening to me? We are looking at. And this this. 140 kilometers journey. If you are, and you remember in those days, they were not having cars. Are you listening to me? Are you listening to me? In those days, they were not having cars. In those days, if you are very rich and prosperous, you sit on donkey. Are you, are you following me? And Mary and the husband didn't have money to afford donkey. So they had to travel. They had to walk on foot from Nazareth to Bethlehem. And on this precarious journey, when I say precarious, I am saying that because from Nazareth to, to, to Bethlehem, that journey is not just a one-way road. It was a journey that has flat lands and hills. It was a journey that wild animals like lions, like bears, are hiding in the hills. And for that matter, people travel on that way and they are fed by those animals. It was a difficult situation for Mary and Joseph to take. And remember, she was traveling with a husband also already tired because she was pregnant, about to give birth. And they are taking her through this journey. You see, what, what, what was God trying to God was trying to tell us that there are certain prophecies about our lives. And for it to come to pass, we have to go through difficult times. God has prophesied. Mary was pregnant. About, I think at that time it was about eight months. About to give birth. But the Bible says that they went through this wilderness. Not thinking about the wild animals. Not thinking about the, the, the thieves. Because there are thieves on the road. Remember the man who was traveling from Jerusalem to Jericho. And thieves attacked him. Her, her, him. There, there were thieves on the road. There were wild animals on the road. But God looked beyond all this and said that you have to go through. Whatever you are going through, it is not time for you to die in that day. God is taking you through that so that the blessings and the prophecies ahead of you, it will be fulfilled. Any sickness that you are going through, it is just a test of time. When God visits you, you will become a healer of sicknesses. I say you will become a healer of sicknesses. The reason why you are going through scarcity in life, may God turn your captivity around. I said, may God turn your captivity around. I said, may God turn your captivity around. If you believe it, shout, I believe it. And you see, and these circumstances that is taxing people, it reminds them also a, 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 an event that came in their lives. You see, because Obianua Obiasi Official Chiatax. What's the title of Granicha Elde? Obianua Official Chiatax. Some of you are some petty teacher, but a no more susu and shy day. 
when they when they started bailing Ghanaians to pay mobile something something, yeah, yeah, yeah. people started telling them, please, when I'm sending money, you go to the mobile money vendor. Yeah. Then they will, they will, I will allow cash out. Yeah. They don't, they, they want to swear what they levy, but it is out of the levy. That is why people are developing their country. When you go to UK, when you go to US, the place is nice, beautiful, because people pay their own taxes. And you see, at this event, it was an event that it reminds them that they are slaves in their own land. Because when you pay tax, you are you are a subject to the one you are paying tax to. We are so it reminds them of the, but it is this same event that God was bringing the blessing to the world in, 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 in horrible situations in ashes God can make something beauty out of ashes I said God can make something beauty out of ashes when your marriage is about to be, is about to be divorced that is the time God is about to turn things around I declare over your life anything that looks like it is getting to an end in your life may God turn it around for your good I said, may God turn it around for your good. Amen. I said, may God turn it around for your good. Amen. Though, see, Caesar was making a decree. They should go and count people so that they can pay tax. But God was also ruling over that decree. I don't know. You see, every ruler on earth has somebody who is also ruling over him. So, President Ekufuado can make a decision. But that decision that has been made... God can use that. The Bible says that all things work together for our good. The bad, the good, the ugly, the accident. There are people, they, they had an accident and went and they were admitted at the hospital. It was in the hospital that they met their spouse. So things doesn't just happen. It happened because God can work all things together for our good. Caesar made a decree. Do this. Do that, but God used that decree to bring His prophecy to come to pass, Amen. to bring His word to come to pass. Amen. If it wasn't that decree, Mary and Joseph they wouldn't have traveled because traveling at that time was costly. Now, Muni Shewamu, Senamu Bibia, and Kamuko drew Bethlehem, and Kenyan Yabumu no Mukodahe, they couldn't even afford to go into an inn. What we call guest house right now. They couldn't afford to, to go into a guest house because they didn't have money. It tells you that they didn't take Uber. They walk on foot. They didn't take a boat. They walk on foot. Anything that you are going through that looks like your life is on a downward trend. God is about to change things for your good. Yeah. I said God will use the events of life that looks like your, your life is at the verge of dying. God will use that event to bring his glory into your life. Amen. To fulfill his purpose over your life. Amen. To fulfill his mandate over your life. Amen. Yes. He will do it. Tell somebody he will do it for me. Tell somebody he will do it for me. God has the ability to rearrange the evil intention of man. You see, somebody can, can plan evil against you, but that evil intention, God can rearrange and make sure that evil intention becomes a blessing to his children. To Caesar, he was doing this so that he would, he would collect us, he would collect money. 
but to God, he was also bringing his son to an arena whereby the prophecy will be fulfilled. Any evil that people are planning against your life, may God rearrange that Amen. evil to be a blessing to you. Stigmatization on you. May that sickness cause you to be a healer of sicknesses. May that sickness cause you to be a healer of sicknesses. You see, it was in Bethlehem. That my first scripture comes to pass. Matthew chapter 2, verse 11. It was in Bethlehem. That was where the angels made the wise men to know that there has been the birth of a king. Matthew, Matthew. Please, are you not following me? And when they were come into the house, they saw the young child with his mother and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented unto him gifts, gold, frank incense, and myrrh. They presented unto him how many gifts? Three gifts. And when we were in Sunday school, they told us that three wise men, because the gifts were three. They are not three wise men. No. They are not three wise men. Go, go, go to Isaiah chapter 60. And let's see something. We will come back to this. Isaiah chapter 60, verse 1. Do it fast and let me read it. Isaiah chapter 60, verse 1. You realize that the, 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 the wise men that came, they, they are not wise men that, that uh, were three. It is only the gifts that were three. Can't 10,000 people carry only three gifts? Are you with me? Yes. Listen to this. Arise, shine, for thy light has come. The glory of the Lord has risen upon thee. For behold, darkness shall cover them. And I told you this was about Jesus Christ. I told you the other day that this is talking about Christ. The birth of Christ. Move on, verse 3. And Gentiles, listen to this. Listen to this. From here going, pay attention to everything that is going on. He said, and Gentiles, I told you, the arise shine is talking about the birth of Christ. Right? And now he said, and Gentiles shall come to thy light. Christ is the light. So when he was born, Gentiles came to his light. Who are these Gentiles? The wise men that came from the east. The east they came from, they are not Christians. They, they, were, not, they were not God's people. They were astrologers. Omo Omo Kain Suruma. Are you listening to me? Metro for no. Ebia. No more kind Suroma. Omo unu say weather way. Said your weather ne ye no. In Shirebiba. Said your weather ne ye no. No me biba. They were not Christians. They were they were Gentiles. Gentiles is anyone who doesn't have a relationship with God. And the Bible says Gentiles shall come to your light. And the kings and kings to the brightness of your rising. Uh huh. Lift up thy eyes round about and see. Remember, they, 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 lift up, they lifted up their eyes before they saw a star. All right. And they gathered themselves together. Listen to this. And they, so the day can be three. But the day can also be more than what? Three. Okay, let's move on. Do you know three can never be multitude? Can three be a multitude? No. Hello? 
Alright. And they gather themselves together and they come to thee. The sons shall come from afar. The sons shall come from afar. And thy daughters shall be nursed at thy side. He's talking about the people that brought the gift to Jesus. Alright, next verse. Then thou shalt see and flow together, and thy heart shall fear and be enlarged, because the abundance of the sea shall be converted unto thee. The forces of the Gentiles shall come to thee. Move on. Listen to this very carefully. The multitude of camels shall come, shall cover thee. The multitudes of what? So when the Gentiles were coming, they didn't just come. They were sitting on camels. And they were not just three people. They were multitude. And dromedaries. Dromedaries is like a, a ship that carries gifts. Jesus was not a poor man. Hello? Jesus was not a poor man. Dromedaries of Midian and Ephah. And, and they, they from Sheba shall come and they shall bring what? Gold. They shall bring what? Gold. They shall bring what? Gold and what? Incense. And they shall show forth the praises of God. So they will bring gold and they will bring incense. When you read the Matthew chapter 2, what did the Matthew chapter 2 say? The Matthew chapter 2 that we read, he said that, what, let's, let's move on today. Now picture this one in your head and let's go back to Matthew chapter 2 verse 11. And what did he say? And when they had opened their treasures, they presented unto him gift of gold, gift of what? Frank incense, and gift of what? Men. Global. Men is called global. They brought this to Jesus. And they were not only three people, they were a bunch of people. They were a bunch of people. Jesus was not a poor man. No poor man can carry a 12 hungry disciples along with him to do ministry. Peter and God, they used to eat a lot. That is why they can even tell Jesus, this one food cannot even satisfy us. How much more the people following us? But Jesus, out of these treasures that was given from the multitude of the East, was able to do ministry and other people also supporting him. So they brought him three gifts. And this three gifts, it's a mystery behind the one that has been born. The mystery. The mystery is because the one that brought, the gift that they brought, the first one is gold. Gold was trying to show that the one who has been born is not just a mere person. The one who has been born is a king. Hello? In those days, when somebody is traveling from the east, and to go and meet a king, you don't go with an empty hand. You go with gold. We don't meet. It is only nowadays Christians that comes to church. No, you don't go before the king empty-handed. You must go before the king with a with a gold. Gold means that something that is very precious to your heart. So they came with gold. Remember when Jesus came on earth, Pilate asked him, "Are you a king?" He said, are you telling me what you know? Or you are saying what people have told you? He said, I am a king. He said, then why are, they, why are the Jews doing this? He said, because my kingdom is not of this world. My kingdom is not of this. So Jesus said that he is what? 
again. Revelation chapter 5 verse 10. He said, he has made unto us kings and priests. Somebody who is not a king cannot make you a king. Are you listening to me? Yes. So they brought to Jesus gold, signifying that Jesus is a king. And now I, I present to you the birth of a king. And this king did not only monopolize his kingship. He has presented also unto us the same kingship and kingly anointing. He has presented it unto us. I pray to God that that kingly anointing upon Jesus, may it come upon your life. Amen. I said, may it come upon your life. Amen. I said, may it come upon your life. Amen. When you are a king, people don't meet you empty-handed. People meet you and they present a gift. From today, may your enemies present you a gift. Amen. I said, from today, may your enemies present you a gift. Amen. Even people that doesn't like you, you'll be there and they'll call you and present you a gift. Amen. How can people from the east come to Jesus and bring him a gift? I prophesy over your life. Anyone who is looking down on you, may God cause them to bring you a gift. Amen. Anyone who said your life doesn't matter, from today, may the birth of the king, let them become speedily and quickly. May the birth of Jesus, who is the king of the whole world, may the birth of this, our heavenly king, bring blessings into your life. Amen. Some of the kingly blessings can be a blessing of a, a fruit of the womb. Anyone here who is a trusting God huh, for the fruit of the womb. I declare blessings upon your womb. Amen. From today, your womb has received a blessing. Amen. You see, when I come here and I'm talking, I'm not just talking. It's because some of you are blind. So you don't see what happened when I am talking. We were here just recently, the, the program we had. I was just talking. Somebody received. The next day, the next day, she called me and said, I went to do this and this and that. And God has what? God has done it. May God do it for you also. Amen. Because God, we don't do program because we want money. No, how, how much do you even give when you come? We do program because God lays on our heart to use that program to be a blessing to you. The Bible says that God does nothing unless he reveals it to his servant, the prophet. So when God reveals and, 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 and deposits something in our heart, we organize something so that through that event, like census, he can use it to bless you. Amen. Anyone under the sound of my voice, may the kingly anointing, the gold they presented to Jesus was to let people know that there is a kingly ministry of this child that has been born. It will only take the wise people to see a king in a baby in a manger. Some of you, you come to this, hey, I'm sorry, where here. I'm sorry, get to us, hey. I'm sorry, where here. And now, it is only wise people that can see a great church within a small church. As far as I am the pastor of this church, unless I wouldn't be the pastor, but as far as I am the pastor of this church, this church can never remain small. So if you want to do something here, you better do it or back out. Because a time is coming, some of you, you beg and you can't do anything here. And, and church, you also, 
and church on so book keyboard and church on so job media at the be our no have your church on because nyamibet me you was in change before from I will be happy to have a chorister who is available and doesn't have a good so, uh, voice than somebody who has a good voice but is always not available I will be very happy to have a, 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 an usher who is always available but doesn't know how to usher that person when you teach the person the availability of that person will let the person become an expert so we have to go and you know there is a there is a kingly anointing all around some of you don't see there are certain things i will never tell you because when i tell you i don't want to raise shoulders I want God to let you know so that you know what God is doing here. There are people they get testimony, they don't even want to share. They don't they don't want their identity to be what? To be made available. But there are testimonies going round. There are testimonies going round. When you come here, don't just come and, and come and go like that. Because there is a kingly anointing over this place. This year I met Reverend Eastwood at Reverend Elvis' place. Then as he was ministering, he, he made us brought mantles. Then when he prayed over the mantles, I realized that he wanted to, he wanted to dash the mantles out. But that day I was ushering. When I go to Pastor Elvis' place, I usher. Yes. I don't, he doesn't force me to usher. As a matter of fact, he doesn't want me to usher, but I will usher. When I go to uh, Pastor Frempon's place, the ushers will be sitting down. When the man of God is preaching and he wants to anoint people, I go and hold the anointing oil. I go there and I go and hold the oil. So if you see God elevating me, it is not because I am fluent or I have connection. It is because I like service. Because it's in service. That is when God elevates people. Jesus said, he put it this way. He said, in this kingdom, the servant shall be the greater. He was a great king. Presented unto him a gold, kingly anointing. Still, when he came, he was a servant. He was washing the feet of his disciples. I pray for you. May the gold anointing come upon you. Amen. Everyone seated under the sound of my voice. May you enjoy gold before you die. Amen. I said, may you enjoy wealth that comes with gold before you die. Amen. May you enjoy wealth that comes with gold before you die. Amen. Anyone who has not smeared gold around you before, from today I declare upon your life, receive godly anointing. Receive kingly anointing. Amen. Receive kingly grace. Amen. So they gave to Jesus. They didn't only end there by giving him gold. I told you they gave him gold. That is the first reason of his birth. Then the second thing they gave to Jesus is what we call frankincense. I was surprised. Some years ago, when Okateche was about to be born, a colleague friend came and said, This your son will be a prophet. And that was a prayer I prayed when she was in the womb. Because I dedicated him to God before he was born. That God, amongst all the things he will do, let him serve you. People have been prophesying about him. I don't know what you want your children to do. 
but that is what I want my child to do. Then recently, they were doing program in the school. I went there. He was part of the wise men. And ignorantly, the school chose only three wise men because that was what they have been teaching the children. And accidentally, coincidentally, and divine orchestration, they gave the small boy a gift called Frank Incense. So, it didn't dawn on me. When we finished and I went home, I was just lying down. Then the Spirit of the Lord told me, did you remember the gift that your child was holding? Then it set me on thinking. Then I began to think more about it. Then I realized that when Jesus was presented a gift called Frank Incense, it wasn't just a gift of a Dushan. And yeah, Dushan keke. But a gift that a Jesus Christ to nyame. A gift that a say Jesus Christ to a nyame a Because in the Bible days, whenever you are about to enter into the holiest of holies, where God was dwelling, where the ark of God was, you can't go there without smearing frank incense. And before I said, I'm going to be a new, and ark of God, you know, I just offer frank incense. Now they smear her. Said the bear and Yamip appear per adventure. So when they presented to Jesus frank incense, what they were saying is that you are God in human flesh. They presented to him. Then they were also saying that you are a priest. Do you know the Bible says in Hebrews that we do not have a priest who cannot be touched by our infirmities? We, we have a priest. When we, are, when we are in weakness, we know that our priest is praying for us. The Bible says that Jesus is our priest who is praying for us always. Every priest is an intermediary. He intermediates between man and God. And that was what Jesus was doing. The Bible says that we have one God and one mediator, Jesus Christ. So when they presented Frank Incense, they were saying that you are, you are God and you are the high priest to these people. So when God done this on me, I realized that no, the petition I gave to God, God is letting me know that he has accepted it. That is why the young boy was holding what? Frankincense. I pray to God, anyone who is trusting God to also work the work of frankincense, may God give that grace to you. Anyone who is trusting God, the Bible says that many are called by the chosen are few. There are still many people that God wants them to go out there and preach his word. Anyone under the sound of my voice who is desiring that one day your child will do the work of God, may the grace on the frankincense come upon that child. I said, may the grace of God upon the frankincense come upon that child. I said, may the grace of God upon the frankincense come upon that child. The frankincense signifies that Christ is a priest. It signifies that Christ is the king. For the Bible says in Hebrews 5.1 that every high priest is taken from among men and ordained to do things pertaining God. So Jesus came and he gave him frankincense. And they are saying that you are the high priest of our soul. May the high priest be a blessing to you today. Amen. I said, may the high priest be a blessing to you today. Amen. I said, may the high priest be a blessing to you today. Amen.
So they presented him gold. They presented him what? Frankincense. Gold means what? He is what? He is what? A king. And the frankincense means he is what? He is a priest. And he is what? God. He is a priest. And he is God. Because it is only God that we present to him frankincense. In the presence of God. The Bible says that our prayers are like smoke. Frankincense comes as a smoke. I am going to say, what do you do? You the frankincense. them. So we have pornographic movies. The frankincense doesn't suck demons. Frankincense can be used at the, at the, at the shrine of Ajabraja. Frankincense can be used at any devilish shrine. Are you listening to me? Yes. The fact that it's called frankincense doesn't mean when you present it. It must be presented when two or three are gathered in his name. And I pray that in this gathering, may the frankincense in heaven swallow this place. Amen. Any blessing that comes with priesthood anointing of Jesus, may it be dispatched upon your life. May it be dispatched upon your life. May it be dispatched upon your life. So anytime you hear they gave Jesus gold, Omuma Yesu, Sikaoko, Echeso Ede, Oyohene, Omuma Frankincense, Echeso Ede, Oyenyame Esa Ede, Osofopeni. The last thing they gave him is what I don't understand. You you have given somebody gold, he is a king. You have given somebody Frankincense, he is God and he is the high priest. Then lastly, they gave him what we call men. 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 Do you know what this thing is? This thing was a substance. Ah, Bible days, so be what? Yet the Quran in the baby, and I said, Yeah, they are on moon. Then they say, Oh, be what? San Francisco, a may, yet the fat and tomorrow. Near the Achichino, near the Natural, and yes, I would get to walk a crabby or bed or a boom. And your crown and down, Nasa Frankincense, your mother, Brenno, or more Cassaway or Henne, we are your men, we are high priest, by Mirbin Subedura, Obersau, at your new Pepiano, at your and now, woman, you are so ashamed. Come for new woman. Now, woman, you are ashamed. Come for new woman. Say, I'm not being bedura. Woman, cross your wo. Say, the baby wo ayi unu amachi apaino. But who won it there? I'm fastwo be bahon. I'm adasa. Who won it? God boy, I dey ayi deche ni bedura. Say, the anya dey. I'm woman. Say the the crow boshe Jesus Christ to the bedia. One more ma adasa. No be ye inshirama adasa no. E radi masa e bombiara o abrabo me vi o abrabo. Adi biara e e e din kaboni ba o abrabo. Ah e mani pa bewa na omoraho. E mani pa bewa omuti mitra oje. E radi ni sadi ni vi o. Me se e radi ni sadi ni vi o. Me se e radi ni sadi ni vi o. In John chapter 1, verse 29, John the Baptist saw Jesus coming. He said, This 
The next day, John see Jesus coming and coming unto him and said, Behold, the Lamb of God that take away the sin of this world. お勝ちをもせさあそれでやもにさあそれでやもにえびめてたばこべじりなめてでとそめんさんでさあさあてじしおかさおびでたばこべじりおせめんかさめてたばのかにでてやもせんてんむらやでクロボバへのにえかしん
you can also email us on otibuatiministries at gmail.com god will richly bless you